Welcome to the first episode of the Real Life Diabetes mini podcast series, which is dedicated to offering a one-stop shop of brands I believe are truly improving the lives of all people living with diabetes. Today's guests are Brent Wilson and Jonathan Stranger. Their motto is food is medicine, and they co-founded I2U Culinary Solutions, comprised of a team of registered dietitians, certified personal trainers, and award-winning chefs all dedicated to bridging the gap between food and medicine. Thank you for that. Their passion is to provide clients the education, resources, and support needed to begin leading their healthy lifestyle. Through wholesome, chef-inspired meals, science-based nutrition education, that's a lot, and personalized fitness training, they intend to end Oklahoma's dependence on sick care and replace it with their preventative and wellness-based approach. Love it. And that is why they are kicking off the Real Life Diabetes Mini Podcast Series. Gentlemen, hey. <laughs> welcome to the show. Please share a little bit about yourselves and how you got started. You go first. I'll go. Yeah, so my name is Brent Wilson. Uh, I'm a personal trainer, dietitian, uh, certified diabetes educator, um, and been working in healthcare before this for about six years. Mm. Um, and I2U um, kind of is my mission to take a, a different path in the way we treat folks with type 2 diabetes, even type 1 diabetes, pre-diabetes, and really any chronic disease. Um, trying to use food as medicine, like you had mentioned, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and look at the person as a whole, like they're, find their root problems rather than masking things with medications. I like it. Yeah. What about you, John? Nice. No, I've started, so I started cooking when I was in high school. Um, honestly, that, that was, it was a job in high school. It wasn't necessarily something that was a career. Right. And then I moved to New York City when I was 18 for university and continued to cook and uh, happened to get a chance to work at uh, an amazing restaurant. And the culinary life for me kind of took over and the university kind of went to the side and pursued a career in, you know, you could say the culinary arts, just becoming a chef, working in restaurants and moved back to Oklahoma uh, 10 years ago after cooking with amazing chefs around the world and um, started cooking here. And this kind of came to light for me um, after I had a a major surgery. Mm -hmm. um, it was called a parasophageal hernia and required opening me up and fixing everything. And what I was given and what advice I was given afterwards was uh, not the best. <laughs> so as a chef, I was like, that's probably the worst thing I should have. So um, it always just stuck in my mind. Um, that was years ago. And then once we had our two children, both by C-section, you know, my wife your stomach gets cut open yeah. and all that and saw what she was given as well and we're running out for meals and i was like there's got there's got to be something better so that's what kind of led to uh, the idea that is itu and mm -hmm. you know it's a work in progress so i like it we all know yeah. hospital food sucks that sucks and that's why you see everybody <coughs> and it's crazy some of the hospitals recently i'm like there's a chick-fil-a there which is it's a hospital but there's a anywho that's beside yeah. the point yeah we learned of a, a <coughs> hospital uh here I won't say the name that um, calls out to the McDonald's down the road and <laughs> or delivers in pizza for patients, which is like the complete antithesis <laughs> of what the word hospital yeah, oh yeah, uh, means. Yeah. So. And I've seen folks, you know, specializing in diabetes, we, we have these folks recently diagnosed and then their first tray at the hospital is a cinnamon roll with pudding and juice and it's or fried chicken at night with mashed potatoes. Yeah, it's the reason it's, it's the reason they're here. Yeah. And and we think that they're 
we're gonna make them better by, by serving the same stuff. So yeah, I think that's a good reason why ITU is needed. Well, and I think one of the reasons, so when I did my research with you guys, I was kind of like, there's no way, they're using diabetes as a buzzword because we all know that one in three Americans are, you know, could be walking around with diabetes. But when I met with Brent and Jonathan in the beginning, Brent, you know, I didn't realize that you were, I didn't do my research, that you were a CD and all these other things. And when you started sharing your story, I thought, wow, this is legit. And I had the opportunity to sample the meals, and it was a poached cod salad. It was amazing. Right on. Yeah. Yeah, So I was pleasantly surprised in the fact that it was delivered to my door. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing for the hospital community, and then we'll tap Mm -hmm. into what you're doing for just individual patients. Totally. Yeah, so we service three local hospitals, Mm -hmm. uh, Lakeside Women's Community uh, Mm -hmm. Hospital and Northwest Surgical. So in total, about 80 patients uh, receive our meals every day. um, That's incredible. That are, as we say, dietitian designed, chef-inspired. So it's a different type of meal that they're receiving at the hospitals. Hmm. Um, and they get to choose. Yep. So yep. They get a menu. They don't yeah. just get fed what they want. It's like being in a restaurant, you know. It's all about taking care of the people when they at most need care. So they get an option. And with that, insurance covers for things like that? I don't know how all that works. Or is that an out-of-pocket expense? Right. Well, when they're in the hospital, it's just part of their bill. So they're not paying any extra for this service. Okay. We just happen to be the the provider of the catering service that these hospitals use. That's incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a win-win-win. 100%. 100%. So these are smaller hospitals that don't have a kitchen of their own. So right. they were, you know, in the past using restaurants like Jonathan mentioned. So right. we kind of were able to offer the delivery aspect, but with food that's nutrition, you know, science-based. Right. Yeah. And I got to give it up to these hospitals because what we've learned, which this is a lot of this has been a learning experience as we've mm-hmm. gone along that I found honestly shocking because I think, you know, a hospital's best interest would be for the people that right. they're taking care of. And when it comes to food service, it's it's quite the antithesis. Obviously, mm-hmm. most people can tell by the quality of food they get. Right. But, you know, these hospitals that we service, I got to get up to them because they're willing to spend a little bit more, not a lot, but a little bit more to provide a better quality of, of food and something mm-hmm. that actually helps the people on their journey to get better. Whereas most of the ones we approach are like, ah, oh, it's too expensive. And like, it's not even like we know the numbers of what hospitals work with. Right. And it cuts them in their margins, so they decide not to do it. And so for the ones that we do do and the ones that reach out, Hmm. Got to give them props for that. Totally. Yeah. Well, so if I just happen to come across you guys online, walk me through th- just the general person or patient that comes and wants to utilize your services, and what all do you guys actually offer? Right. I think that's the most important thing to realize is that we're not just catering service for hospitals. Right. Um, me personally, I've got a history of prediabetes. I was 300 pounds. My right. health was in shambles. And the one thing I was missing was I2U. I, I didn't have the guidance, the the program that I needed right. to to fix my lifestyle. I was told to lose weight, eat healthier, yada, yada, yada. So I, too, use mission because I know there's a whole lot of folks out there that have that same, that same problem is to take folks who are vulnerable, whether they were just at the hospital, mm-hmm. whether they just got a diagnosis of a chronic disease or mm-hmm. whatever it be, and be able to, like, stick them into our program, and every aspect is covered. Right. So for those new clients, um, it's important for them to realize that we do it all. Me being a dietitian, we actually offer nutrition consultations here on site. Mm-hmm. So new clients typically start the program by meeting with me, and I check their blood work. So mm-hmm. we check an A1C, uh, a lipid panel. They can bring that in, or they can have it done. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we have, the, we have the ability to check it here. <clears throat> okay. Or if they've just seen their endocrinologist, or if they've just seen their primary care physician, they can bring all those labs with them. Okay. Um, so that's step one. You know, if you're interested, 
check out our website, fill in the inquiry. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a form right on the front page. I'll get notified, and then we'll schedule your concert- consultation to go over your labs. And the reason that's important is because beyond just hospital food, we do what we call our outpatient wellness meals. Mm-hmm. So these folks, when I'm meeting with them, I'm able, I'm able to get their food allergies, their preferences, look at their blood work to make sure that the meals that we send to them are perfect for their health. So you customize it? We can customize all of our meals. Wow. Now, all of our wellness meals, if you go on our website, we already have a menu for the general consumer to order. Right. They're all, like I say, dietitian designed and chef-inspired. But right. they can be customized. They can be tailored even more so to fit certain people's needs. Someone's got low iron. Hmm. We'll add more iron-rich foods to dishes that might not be as high. Now, that's incredible, too. Yeah. yeah. So the woman that walked in here earlier who said when she was asking about Heart the information. Healthy, right? Right. Yeah. And she said she can't eat cheese. And we were walking through some. So if somebody, what if they have like a serious dietary restriction? And like allergic to nuts totally. or something. I don't know. That's why it's so important for us to start with that nutrition consultation. You can go online and there's tons of kits and services that you can order meals, but none of them are tailored to the Absolutely. person. So just like that one that walked in, I spoke with her already. They're very low sodium, no cheese, mm-hmm. where if they just were to go on a menu, I mean, it's going to be hard to find something yeah. that meets those needs. So we're able mm-hmm. to, to kind of like fine tune and dial in exactly what they need in that consult. And how often do you guys change up the menu? Quarter. Well, lately it's been about every quarter we've changed it. Uh, granted, we changed like the the rubric, right? It's got these dishes. They're always changing with what the person needs, but right. it's kind of our set uh, basis of the menu. Yeah. So we change it about every six weeks. Okay. And so for the person that's interested in ordering, talk me through the process. They order online, mm-hmm. and let's just say it's on a Tuesday. When are the meals delivered? Yeah. So right now we're able to actually turn it around, and if they place an order, let's say today, Wednesday, we're able to deliver the next day. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we typically, most of these folks, uh, we want their fr- food to be fresh. So we do two deliveries each week for, mm-hmm. the, for, for customers. So typically, if they were to order today, they would order their food for the next three or four days mm-hmm. and then hop back online and order for their second delivery of the week if they're doing mm-hmm. a full week's worth of meals. Okay. That's how most of our clients are doing it right now. And are you seeing an increase in diabetes patients coming through? Tons. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's my expertise, right? I specialize in, in, in diabetes as a CDE. And at more and more as providers are hearing about us as right. well, it's becoming a really, really nice you know, referral to ITU because we do the meals. We have the dietitian consultations. Mm-hmm. We have the exercise component. Yeah. So you all can see it. Those in the video can see it. We've got a, a fitness studio on site where yeah. I train folks. Um, customized again tailored to their needs right so literally every aspect of of fixing these chronic diseases we have on site well and i think one of the things when i used to lead the um, diabetes support group at the wellness center um it was crazy how many people just said i was diagnosed nobody gave me any information or gave me a pamphlet that just gave me some ratios and and just told me to eat you know lower fat or whatever and they're like completely blown away because they don't know what that means Mm -hmm. so do you feel like you're really fitting your filling that void 100 percent. when i meet with folks people are intimidated too i mean you're a friendly guy so i'm sure it'd be easier to come to you (laughs) to say you know and to talk about things so the more and more i do this the more and more i realize that it's it's not that people don't care it's that people don't know how to do it right there's a lack of education and that's on our end i think as providers healthcare providers to step up and have places like ite where these folks can go right i've worked in hospitals long enough to know you're diagnosed with diabetes served jello and cinnamon rolls and yeah. then a dietitian strolls up for five minutes with a packet 
full of a lot of content that I disagree with. Right. We can, that's a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> but information that we've been fed from the food pyramid, from all of that, that people follow and they don't get any better. Well, and it's sad, too, because everybody's given the same information, but your type, too, may be very different from somebody else. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, or you're pre-diabetic, and it's like, mm-hmm. how are we not shifting you know, that? Yeah. It's it, and 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 just the, the sheer fact that diabetes isn't getting any better. So what we've done isn't working. Right. So if we just stick to it, uh, things are going to get worse. One in three with prediabetes, nine out of ten don't know it. Um, so we got a lot of work to do. But it starts with educating them. It starts with uh, uh, diving in when they're vulnerable at that first right. moment, capturing that audience, and pouring yourself into them at that moment. Well, and I think. So oh, let me ask you this: How far uh, delivery? How what's your zone, or how far? Right do you now go? we're delivering. The, so as far as the charging goes, like we don't charge extra on delivery; it's built into the pricing. Right. As long as it's within uh, fifteen miles. Fifteen miles. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so they're located in at core Oklahoma City. I'm going to say northern part. So you've got. I wonder. I'd be curious about how far your demographic is. You mm-hmm. know, like how your outreach there, um, the number of people with diabetes in the area, and how this is the reason why we're doing this is to get the word out. So if somebody wants to get started, do they call, they drop in? What do we need to do? Yeah, and there's multiple ways. You can call, you can drop in, you can go online, like Brent said, and mm-hmm. fill out the inquiry form, and we'll reach out to you. Um, you can Instagram us on their social media. You can do us <laughs> on Facebook. I mean, Stop by, yeah. Yeah, we've got every method in 2020 capable to contact us. So we're just doing the best to get it out there, and, you know, uh, the beautiful thing about what's recently happened is we have a partnership coming up with Homeland. So you'll be able to pick up ITU meals at Homeland. And then if you do do the program and meet with Brent, um, you'll be able to start that process at any of your neighborhood Homelands. But they'll also be able to, you can pick up at any Homeland and eventually they'll be able to deliver. So they have a much wider range than we have the availability to do. Wow. And they can deliver within an hour and a half of your order. Okay, so how soon does that start? Oh, we think February. Looks like it's going to start February. Fingers That's crossed. incredible. So, yeah, we're pretty excited about that. It just kind of helps get it more and more out there. So let me get this straight, because there's a homeland by my Hit house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to, yeah, uh, no, I'm actually further south. Uh, yeah. yeah, and so I can order, I can get your meals there. Yep. yep, starting in February. Starting in February, you can go online, they'll deliver them to you. So we'll have the set meals, not the tailored ones. Yeah. That will be in space, but through Homeland or still coming through directly to ITU, you'll be able to meet with Brent, do the customization, and then be able to pick that up at Homeland as a designated That's time. incredible. It's really cool. It's, it's really going to change cool. my life because I, I don't like, I mean, I get sick of c- cooking, so... Um, yeah, yeah, that's one of the side benefits is less grocery shopping and less cooking. Less grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It saves you time. I mean, it's just a little fringe benefit of the whole thing. And, wow. And to see what Brent was talking about with diabetes and, and all different, you know, I mentioned what my health care issues were in the mm-hmm. beginning is the human body is the most complex machine in the world. Mm-hmm. No matter what we've created, nothing is near as complex. And to say that, not to knock any of these because I think they all have their benefits, but whether it's Aikens or keto mm-hmm. or paleo or whatever diet is the thing right now that right. everybody is supposed to do. That's ridiculous. Each yeah. We all have, the three of us sitting here have different cars and probably have different gas and motor oil we put in. Right. But we're told this one diet will be the, you know, is perfect for the most complicated machine in the world. So for me, what <laughs> was big about it by have, making sure we had the ability to do all this is to detail it to your body, your genes, what do you need, mm. and then develop the program around that. Because we have patients with a lot of diabetes. Yeah. We have people trying to drop A1C. We have heart. We have obesity. Mm. But we can custom it to whatever you want to do. Or in my case, I'm trying to go the opposite way and gain mass. And we can go the other way as well. I would love to be able to say that someday. <laughs> 
in the and city. And the cool, the cool thing about Homeland is <laughs> it's going to make it so easy for people to just stop in and get meals. But the, the most exciting thing for me, you know, we're kind of teaming up with them for this mission of food is medicine. Yeah. And a big partnership is going to be with their pharmacies. At the pharmacy, they actually check lab work. Yeah. <clears throat> so you can get your A1C, lipid panel, all of that checked currently at a mm-hmm. Homeland pharmacy. But as of right now, they don't have any way of, you know, what do you do after you get your blood work done? Right. Okay, it's bad. Good luck. Go to see your PCP. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna have the ability at that moment mm-hmm. at Homeland stores to pay for their nutrition consultation at ITU. So they pay for it there at the pharmacy. I call them and get them set up here. You need to start. You need to hire some more people. Man. Yeah, we're getting it's ready. It's about to get big. Yeah, we're getting ready. We're figuring it out. We've This space we're in currently was half training, half office mm-hmm. for a hospitality company and now we're, as we're crammed in a corner <laughs> with nothing with left. a nice table with <laughs> yeah, nice yeah with table. one table left my yeah, exercise which is, equipment is slowly <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's about to go and the whole back now the whole back there's 2500 square foot of kitchen space that's dedicated yeah. specifically to this so yeah it's it's we're really grateful for you know the amount of people that have reached out so that is i cannot and how when did you guys find, i mean i remember driving by this building a couple of times and being like what is i to you and then when I finally dis- did my research and discovered you guys, like, when did you officially open? We officially we opened for business. hospitals early 2019. Yeah, March of okay. 2019. So the hospitals on the business sense got us going mm-hmm. and were able to provide the capital to can, you know, kind of plan what the big thing was, which is really being able to do as much outreach and outpatient as we possibly could. So And outpatient Here really we go. started like in October. That's yeah. really when we started doing mm-hmm. meals for the, you know, for the general consumer when training and dietitian consults started to kind of ramp up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the outpatient side. We call it outpatient side, but the wellness side in October. Do you think that hospitals listen to the patient when they ask? I mean, the guys, I get sent a survey every week, whatever. Um, if if patients were to start advocating for services, more services like this, do you think that hospitals would be responsive? Well, I know one thing that we've already heard as far as responsiveness, which is exciting, is one of our hospitals uh, reported that as far as the food goes for their inpatients, mm-hmm. they've never seen higher satisfaction rates. Wow. So that's encouraging to us because we know mm-hmm. how important it is for people to eat this way. But it's really cool to take folks from, you know, that are in the hospital from all over the state. Mm-hmm. Some of them have never seen kale before, never, you know, sam- have had salmon before, but they're loving it. Right. So as far as that goes, yeah, they're hearing mm-hmm. those satisfaction uh, scores. But to answer your question as far as physicians or hospital systems listening, I think it's us, up to us to provide results. Right. You know, the, a big reven, mm-hmm. uh, referral source for me is clients. Right. Uh, you know, I have uh, uh, someone who's reversed their, you know, you can say reverse, you can say whatever. She don't have type 2 di- diabetes medications anymore, so right. call it what you want. She's told her doctor, and I've had three or four or five in the past couple of weeks of referrals mm-hmm. from that physician because they're like, holy cow, whatever you did worked. I need to get more patients over there. Well, and I think it's kind of sucks in the medical world in that if you don't have research-based um, results, mm-hmm. like, are you guys able, with the exception of referrals, is there any other way to track the wellness experience for somebody that's a part of this program? Yeah, I mean, just like what Brent said, now that we have been doing this for a few months consistently, yeah. we're able to start getting those testimonials. We mm-hmm. know the labs when they start, and we have their labs now. So we actually have proof. Oh. This is what has happened. This is what we've been able to create. So now we can reach out to them. Because that was the problem. At first, we would go to them and be like, we, we promise it'll work. And they're like, yeah, all right, great. Right. Thanks, chef. And then move <laughs> on. And you, like, you know anything. And I was like, that's not incorrect. So now we know. Now we have the actual data to back up what we've been saying. Right Brent's on. really been saying. I trusted Brent. <laughs> I took like, a leap of faith on me. Yeah. Man. 
I know how to make stuff taste good, I think, for most people. So it was really up to Brent to, to bring everything else to the table. Go yeah. Brent. Well, Go Brent. constant communication with the provider. You know, some of our folks are not referred. They're just f- people who hear about us. They want to change yeah. their life, and I love it. But a lot of them are sent by their primary care physician. And, and one thing we mm. do is, you know, I calculate those changes. We check those labs. If something's out of whack, if you come see me your first time and your A1C is 8, you better believe we're checking it again in three months yeah. and reporting that back to your physician. So right. they're in the loop, that constant closed loop of communication between dietitian, patient, and physician, I think mm. is so important. So um, that's something that we, we strive to do with all of our referral. Well, I have to say that, um, and for selfish reasons, I'm really glad that you guys are doing this in Oklahoma. Right on. Um, a few miles from my home. Fair enough. <laughs> and soon to, for me to pick up my delicious meals at Homeland. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for being the first mini podcast guest, because I think ex- what you're doing is going to make a huge impact on the you know, lives of people living here in Oklahoma with diabetes. Uh, a little thing